I want to say tonight that I'm thankful and glad to have the privilege of being in this camp meeting to see so many of my brothers and sisters. You're my people. God's people are my people. I cast my lot with God's people quite a number of years ago. I haven't ever felt like picking up anything else. The way the gospel that was preached to me that saved me from sin, it was preached just as plain as seems to me that it could be that there were two separate and distinct works in the plan of salvation. And uh, as I written my sanctified life from the time that I got sanctified up to the day that I written it, you know it made me feel good to go over and call to my memories the time that our folks came to that little schoolhouse in 1903 and preached the everlasting gospel to me, and as I said in that writing, that there was something there that was manifested on that stand that I had never seen before. I never seen such preaching and singing and shouting in the power of God in all my life. But I'm glad that it found a place in my heart. And I'm glad tonight because the same gospel that was preached in that little blue schoolhouse is still abiding in my heart. I sought and obtained it by seeking God for the forgiveness of my sins, which I had done many times before, but I had to be converted again because I had transgressed the laws of God, and you cannot live a converted life very long. My friends, you can try it just as often as you please, but as the brother has just testified, you'll have to go back and ask God to forgive you. That old carnal mind inside, it will cause you to do things that you don't want to do when good uh, is evil, when, uh, when you want to do good while evil is present. Why? Because that carnal mind that Paul describes in his word is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Now the most of our folks know just about how I feel when I get up to preach. I just have to mention the two works in the plan of salvation because that's the way I've got I'll tell you tonight, brothers and sisters, that's the way everybody that gets sanctified is going to get it. And that is the way that people are going to make it into heaven, is to get the two works of of, uh, converted and sanctified right here in this present world. And I'm glad that that takes the place of everything else in life. We don't have to seek after something else to satisfy. But tonight that I got sanctified in 1904, I want to tell you, brothers and sisters, that still abides, Brother Jonas, in my heart tonight. And I'm so glad and thankful that I can look here tonight and see a few of those that preach the gospel to me. I'll tell you, I love them. Oh, I love the people that brought me the gospel that called me to be here tonight. I wouldn't have been here if it hadn't have been for the people of God that went out in the world and preached the gospel without money and without price. An uneducated people, but I'm glad that God gave them the spirit. And that's what I look at as a spirit. And tonight I want to tell you that I got what a little education that I have tonight. 
Education is all right and it's good, but I want to tell you tonight, you don't have to have it to be a child of God. I thank God for it. I got it by going to school in the country, working all day, all at night when I come home and I'd walk three miles to school. And I only got to the eighth grade, but I want to tell you, when God sent his people my way, and I seen that was exactly what I wanted, and that's what I've been looking for, I'm glad that I went down on my knees and sought and obtained it. And I'm here because God's people came my way and preached the everlasting gospel. And when I got sanctified, brothers and sisters, I didn't start for one day or two. And I didn't say, well, if it's all right, I'm going and things don't go to suit me. Why, I can come back home. No, I didn't start that way at all. But I want to tell you, uh, we've had to endure lots of things as we went along through life. But I want to say we counted it all joy. And it's still the same today. We haven't had it so good as we've got it now financially all the way along through our life when we started out uh, several years ago. I tell you, brothers and sisters, I'm thankful today because God has so blessed his people. But you know, we were just as happy then as we are today because it doesn't take wealth to satisfy, but it takes the spirit of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit sanctified by the power of God. And then you'll be able to enjoy the presence of God as you live in this life. I want you all to pray for me while I read just a few verses in God's Word. I have not come here with excellent speech or anything like that, and I haven't got anything uh, that I've written up and that I fixed it just so-so and all this. Uh, I'm not uh, that kind of a man, and I, I don't want to do that, and I don't feel like doing it, and I ain't going to do it because I feel like just coming to the stand. And, and uh, when I look at the Bible and I see something that I feel like that I'd like to read to the people, well, then, my brothers and sisters, that is the way that I preach the gospel. Uh, I'm not very much of a preacher, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm glad that I can live holy and keep the commandments of God and I know what the plan of salvation is why because I sought and obtained it and if I live to see this coming march uh, it'll be 50 years uh, uh, brother Dan since the uh, Lord sanctified me and I just thank God for you tonight <laughs> oh I thank God there's a few of us that's left uh, when they came down through that good old southern state right down the coast uh, on the far part on the first side the southern part of Texas there they found a people that wanted to serve God that's that's one of them right there there's a number of us in Louisville Kentucky there were 57 I believe or 56 of us that represented Texas but today I can only look around and see if I count about seven I believe is all that I can count but I want to say they're going on into eternity they're all gone into eternity, not one of them lost, not one of them. Ain't that wonderful? Yeah. Not one that strayed away from God. But I'm glad that I can say tonight, I rest assured that they're in heaven tonight. And this other seven, I pray God that we will just stand firm and walk steady and keep the faith of our Lord and Savior Jesus God Christ help. and preach to the world there's a better way to live than to live in sin. <clears throat> Won't you all to pray for me? I may get a little hoarse and have to quit. I don't usually try to talk over 20 or 30 minutes. <clears throat> Where's my wife? I'm going to put her right up here to stand me a little bit. You know, my wife has stood by me. We preached the gospel together. We worked together in the vineyard of the Lord. This coming September will be 48 years, side by side, hand by hand, heart and heart. 
I thank God for it. I thank him for that. He said, let us live that we might see up to this time. And if we live to see the 17th of September, it'll be 48 years. Brothers and sisters, I'll tell you, it pays to serve God. It certainly does pay to serve God and walk in his ways. And I thank him tonight for my little family. As I started to say a while ago, y'all excuse me for going back and talking a little bit about the time that we got sanctified, but I love to talk about it once in a while. Yeah, that's the experience. You know, when I got sanctified, there were eight of us children. We're all living today. And when I got sanctified, I liked the brother. I thought most all of my people would want to get the same kind of religion that I had. But today, there is only me out of that Hobbs family. Of that bunch of boys and girls, they're all healthy today, but oh, they're out of the ark of safety. But oh, I said I will go every step of the way. Wasn't long till God began to say, the Lord began to sanctify my friends like Brother Dan, Brother Arthur, Brother Oscar, Brother Watt, all those, and Brother Jernigan. Oh, I could name a number, probably you all may know them, but I want to tell you, then that became my family, my heavenly family, and today it's still my heavenly family. My lot is cast among the people of God, the sanctified and redeemed, the ones tonight who are always ready and willing to stand up and declare the whole counsel and the whole God of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that saves men and women from sin in this present world. You know, I love to talk about it, and I love to mention it in my talk, in my testimony, or in my reading about those two works. It'll just have to, I tell you, the people need it, brothers brothers and sisters, that's as sure as we're living today, uh, they need it. They need to be taught that because they're being taught that your Savior's conversion. I'll tell you, it's not in harmony with God's Word, and if you don't believe it, you just try it. You try to live a converted life, Brother Robert, and see just how far you can go. You can just only live just a few days or maybe a few weeks at a time by being very careful, but by and by that old man that's called Adam, he's going to come out. He's going to show out somewhere, and my friends, you're going to transgress the laws of God. You can polish him up and fix him up and try to fix him then, and uh, that you're just going to turn over here, and I'm going to I'm going to turn over here a new leaf, and I'm going to do better. I made those resolutions. But I want to tell you, I never got satisfied until I got converted and then got sanctified, and I've been satisfied ever since, and I'm still satisfied tonight. And as the end of my life draws near and near each day that I live in the world, and I want to say tonight, uh, my friends, uh, there is just a few more days left in this world for me, and I know it by a nature, because if I live to be as old as Aunt Kate there, I won't live very much longer, but I want to say that I'm glad that when that time comes when God sees fit to call me from the walks of life, I'm glad, my brothers and sisters, that I carry the assurance in my heart and life that my life pleases God each day that I live in the world. I want to say tonight there's just one way to heaven, and Jesus stands in the midst and says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and we'll have to come in and through him if we ever get into heaven. So I thank him tonight for it. We see so many people here that... uh, 
I want to read just a few verses here, and then I'm going to turn over here and read a little bit more, maybe, but I'm not going to take up too much time because I feel like it is time that we are praying and praying for those that are in earnest about seeking God, that they may get sanctified. And those others here tonight that are not sanctified, we want you, my friends, tonight to remember that Jesus is on the giving hand, and without him, my friends, you can't live a Christian life unless you get converted and sanctified. <clears throat> he says here, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. I thank God tonight that I've got a mansion in the sky tonight. In other words, I'm not laying up treasures here. Uh, my friends are thinking uh, uh, that I'm going to make it into heaven that way, but I'm glad tonight because that my treasures are laid up in heaven and I've got a good many years uh, on them. And I want to say tonight, if I live 25 or 30 more or 10 or whatever it might be, uh, brother, I'm going to lay up treasures in heaven. Uh, I'm more interested in that than I am anything else in life. And I want to say tonight, my friends, he says here, for in this we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed upon our house which is from heaven. Thank God tonight we can realize and we can know the fact that our home is in heaven. We can carry that assurance, Brother Paul, in our hearts and lives every day that we live in the world. And he says here, if so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. No, I'm glad that one night I got on the robe of salvation. But tonight, friend, I've still got it on and it exactly fits me. I'm glad that I haven't got spots all over it and I haven't got it all smeared up uh, uh, with transgressing the laws of God and sin, but I want to say tonight that the robe of righteousness which is salvation, I want to say tonight, friend, uh, it's pure and holy and undefiled, and I want to say tonight that it's possible that you and I can obtain it in this life and that we can live it. It matters not what might befall us in this life or how the trials in life may come. I'm glad tonight there's one that can take care of every obstacle in life and everything that might come upon us, and I'm glad tonight for that mansion in the sky and you can have it too my friends if you want it he says here if so be that the clothed we shall not be found naked for we that are in this tabernacle do groan being burdened not for this not for that we would be unclothed but clothed upon that mortality yeah, might be swallowed up in life uh, I thank God uh, uh, brothers and sisters when this life is ebbed away and you and I passed on to eternity that we don't have to go be put out here in the cemetery and then someday or another we're going to be resurrected and going to stand up here oh it seems to me that is the most foolish thing that I could ever think of of a man or a woman that wants to get to heaven and read the word of God God could ever picture out that people were going to be raised up someday in some great day or in some future time. But I want to tell you, we've got to be resurrected yeah, right man. here yeah. in this present world yeah. if we ever expect to make it into the portals of glory. That's and right. if we don't take part in this resurrection yeah. here, we just as well be in heaven. I want to say tonight that I'm glad that Jesus, uh, when he died on the cross and suffered there and spilled his precious blood, my friends, uh, that it wasn't in vain for me. He didn't have to go to the cross, uh, as I've said and heard it said many a time, uh, from the stand and for the testimony of our brothers and sisters that uh, Christ, he walked around here on the earth and he forgave men and women of their sins. I want to say tonight, friends, uh, 
but it didn't make the comments there aren't too perfect all these things I haven't got time to read all that but I did want to read something about all those things that the people had to do or did do way back in that time they went one may come and partake of the waters of life freely so tonight my friends if you are not satisfied with your Christian experience tonight if you sought God and you're not satisfied I want to tell you tonight there is one tonight that I can point you to the Lamb of God tonight that takes away the sin of the world my friends he'll cleanse you up he says he's faithful and just to forgive and to cleanse from all unrighteousness I thank God tonight for that cleansing power that fits us up and makes us a fit subject for heaven. We can go about and we can mingle as it were. We have to, us working men, we have to work with sinners and we have to contend with them on all sides. But I want to tell you, friends, that deep set of peace is on the inside and that the Spirit of God in there Oh, which we are sanctified, my friends. I tell you tonight that it'll keep you from all evil and all harm as you go through this life. I thank him tonight because when Jesus hung on that cross that the world had the way of salvation fixed and it was complete, my friend. And you never, didn't never expect there to come anyone that's going to set up another way and you didn't expect him to come back here and set up his kingdom again. But I say tonight, his kingdom is within you. That's so peace that the Spirit of God uh, dwell in you, my friend. I'm glad that when I look for him, he said, I will appear the second time without sin under salvation. And when he appeared to me in that old schoolhouse that I was telling you about in uh, 1904, on the first day of March, I'm glad that he still abides there. He still has come. He is come tonight. He is in there. He's still there tonight. I'm not looking for him in some future day, but I want to tell you tonight, he sent his comforter to abide in my heart and he still abides there tonight when he sanctified me I've got the satisfying portion I got the comforter and tonight I've still got it and I'm going to declare to the world just as long as I live and have breath to speak I'm going to tell the world there is a better way to live than to live in sin and my friends tonight it takes uh, the two works in the plan of salvation in order for you to make it into heaven you might as well just stop and think about it more seriously if possible than you ever have before in all your life if you don't mind my friend death is going to come along and it's going to take you out of this world expecting to see Jesus come in the clouds or some other way but I want to tell you tonight my friends if you're a sanctified man and woman he's come in your life already because he comes and brings salvation and he's not going to come back here and set up his kingdom but I'm glad tonight that we can have him abiding in our hearts and tonight I'm glad that I look for him one night I look for him I thank him tonight because he come and he taken up his abode in my heart and when I get ready to leave this world or when he gets ready to take me from the walks of life I'm going sweeping through those beautiful gates of the fall and I'm going to sing the songs of the redeemed I'm going to sing and shout with all those that have gone on before I'm glad tonight because I know the plan of salvation to the satisfaction of my soul and I'm glad tonight that I don't have to wander around and think well maybe it's this way or maybe it's that way but I want to tell you tonight my friend Friends, anybody else preach any other gospel unto you, the Bible says, let him be a curse. I believe just like it says, let it be a curse. Well, you might say, well, I don't see too much difference in that. If you believe that and I don't, we'll go along together all right or no. Can't go that way. You can't go that way. You've got to go God's way. That's right.
You can't go my way. You can't go your way, but we've got to get in God's way, and that is two works in the plan of salvation. I want to repeat that again. It takes that in order that we make it in harmony with God's Word and get the, get the, the Spirit of God in our heart and life, and then that will enable us to live a sanctified life. Then we're complete in Jesus. And we can't make it without getting that way. Now we just as well to be fair and honest with ourselves and with God because, friends, it'll take it in order for you and I to make it into heaven. Well, my time is just about up, but I had a lot of scripture here that I wanted to read, but I haven't got time to read that, I don't feel like. But I just want to tell you, friends, tonight that there is... Now, I just read a, part, a little verse or two here. I believe I've got about five more minutes there. Well, I like to go into prayer. Whenever people are in earnest and in a hurry about seeking God, I'm in a hurry to help them out. I'm in a hurry to help them out. We've got time to testify uh, later on. We've got time uh, to preach. We've got time to sing. And we've got time to do whatever God wants us to do. But I believe whenever people is in earnest and want to get sanctified, let's help them all we can. May God help us. Now, I just want to tell you uh, here, this is one of my favorite scriptures. For the law, having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifices which they offer year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. Now there had to be some way fixed, didn't there? God in heaven seen fit that it had to be some way fixed. And he sent his only begotten son down here in this present world. And he, I believe that he walked around here just like you and I. And he had the same feeling that you and I have got. I, I find some people that don't hardly look at it that way. But I believe that it's just that way, uh, brothers and sisters. And he sent his only begotten son down here in this world that you and I might have life and have it more abundantly how by the Savior giving his life and shedding his blood for the very purpose that it might cleanse out the carnal mind that I want to say that we inherited from Adam in the beginning. My friend, when he fell away from God, there had to be a coming back to take place. And when Jesus hung on that cross and suffered that awful death, he did it for you and he did it for me. Yes, now, friends, there's nothing else that can take the place of that lovely Son of God that hung on the cross. He was, he was a man just like you or just like me, I believe, with the feeling that we had. is what I'm talking about. He felt when they drove those nails through his hand. I believe he felt that, uh, uh, Brother Dan, and I believe that pain was just as severe to him as it would be to you and I. But, oh, my friends, tonight... Uh, let Jesus fix it for you when he suffered on that cross and died on Calvary that you and I might be a sanctified. I'm glad tonight uh, that Jesus purchased that plan of salvation uh, and friends when he did uh, the way it was complete uh, and it's never been changed Mr. Hattie, and it never will be changed while the world stands. Uh, you can seek out every other way you want to but oh my friends tonight Jesus stands with his arms outstretched and saying come unto me 
all ye that labor in a heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I thank God tonight for that rest, sweet rest, that I have in my Savior tonight. I wouldn't exchange it for all the world or for the whole state of Texas or the United States, but I say tonight, when I borrowed that $20 and got on that train and left to be with our folks, I meant to be with them as long as I lived. And today and tonight, I'm still with them, bless God. Oh, my boy says to me the other day when he read that piece, he says, Dad, did you have to borrow $20 to leave home? and go to our folks. I said, yes, I did. I borrowed it, and I went to Texarkana, Arkansas, and there, I want to say, I found some of my fathers and mothers, and they've taken me right in, and they just told me uh, how to uh, keep living holy, you know, and they strengthened me and encouraged me. Oh, i just glad tonight because I was started out in the world uh, to preach the everlasting gospel with my brothers and sisters and take the fare that might befall us. And I can look around here tonight. I'm not saying it boasting, but I can look around and see the fruits uh, of that uh, uh, move that our folks made when they went to Texas and then when they left there and on and on. I tell you, brothers and sisters, it's just wonderful what God can do. Oh, that plan of salvation tonight, brothers and sisters, let's hold it up because it's the way that leads somewhere to heaven. There's no other way. Now, my friends, tonight, I tell you, the church uh, is certainly growing and the church uh, is prospering and I thank God for it. I thank God for everyone that are sanctified tonight. It makes no difference where you are or where you live, my friends, tonight. God don't know us by uh, our name, but he knows us by the life that we live. And I'm glad tonight that we can all be one. I tell you, I never felt such a, a fellowship and such a, a love of God seems to me in all the meetings that I've ever been in. And I've been in some mighty good ones. Uh, but I want to tell you tonight, I've enjoyed myself since I've been here. I seem like to the fullest extent. Uh, God has blessed me. Look like he's given me new strength. Uh, he's given me new courage. Uh, he's helped this old body of mine, you know, that it's given me more strength that yeah, I might sing and shout the praise of God and I thank him for that. It's just through his goodness and through his power yeah, and right. through his mercy that I'm here tonight and I love everybody in my heart tonight. I haven't got all in my heart against a soul in the world tonight. If I did have and I know it, my friends, I'll tell you, I'd get rid of it just as quick as I could. But I'm not going to uphold sin in nobody. I love everybody. I love my brothers and sisters and they love me. But I don't love them well enough to go their way because they're transgressing the laws of God. I don't love their deeds. I don't love the things that they do. But I love them as being my own brothers and sisters in the flesh. And I want to say tonight uh, that I'm going to stand firm and walk steady just while I live in the world. But my father's help and by my brothers and sisters uh, encouragement as I go along through life. I want to tell you tonight, friends, there's safety, there's the safety in a crowd of folks like this. I'm glad that there's a multitude of counselors and that really encourages me. As I look back and see all this host behind me and I look out in the front and I see that host, just take what God has done in the last 49 years that I know about. Oh, it's wonderful, friends, tonight. And the plan of salvation still stands the same today as it did when they preached the gospel to me. It hasn't been changed because God's word is not changed. So tonight, my friends, I want to advise you tonight that out of the ark of safety, won't you make up in your mind tonight and be in a hurry 
about coming to the altar and seeking God and giving your heart and life to God and make up in your mind that I will arise and go to my Father. If there's anybody here that has felt cold or got back, uh, backslid or anything, uh, my friend, that you feel you're not just satisfied with your Christian experience, I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd get right up and come to the altar and I'd talk to God about it and let the people of God help me. I tell you, the prayers of the righteous avail it much and I know it because I know by experience that uh, the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Uh, and tonight, if I felt like that I had anything in my heart that wasn't pleasing to God, I'd be right down here at the altar calling on God. And tonight, my advice to you is tonight, my friend, if there's one under the sound of my voice that hasn't got the presence of God in your heart and life and you don't feel like that you're ready for heaven, I want to say tonight, friend, at the altar, I would be coming just as fast as I could. Now, while we... Uh, stand, we're going to ask uh, our brothers and sisters to sing a song of invitation, and we want everybody in the house tonight that needs God and needs uh, more of the salvation of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, my friends, share us a place to find it. We can't be a halfway Christian and a halfway sinner at the same time. We are either one or the other, and may God help us tonight that we may all be strong and very courteous to go out into the world and hold up the everlasting gospel that saves men and women from sin. It's wholeness without which no man shall see the Lord. So says the word of God, and I thank God for it. Brothers and sisters, I want you all uh, to remember me in your prayers, uh, and my wife, and my son, and my daughter-in-law, and on my uh, granddaughter and grandson, and my great-grandchildren. I want to say tonight, uh, I've got a grandson that's out of the ark of safety, and I tell you, I have a burden on my heart for him tonight. Uh, I want him to come in. I pray for him, but I want you all to pray that God may get a hold of him in some kind of way and that he may shake him up and call him out to see his lost condition and come home to God. You know, people need shaking up sometimes. You know, the enemy's got him rocked, as it were, in the cradle of carnal security, you know, and he just got him pacified and satisfied. But I say tonight, brothers and sisters, by the help of God, let's turn that cradle over and call them to wake up and see just where they stand and what's the matter with them. And they can't serve God in the beauty of wholeness. Now, friends, tonight, I want to say to you and each and every one of you tonight that out of the ark of safety, won't you come? The brother said for me to call the altar service. So tonight, in conclusion, I want to say to you tonight, the best thing that you can do is to start and serve God because, friends, that will pay you in this life and give you a home in heaven when this life is over. Brothers and sisters, while we sing, let the audience stand and come forward and let's pray and give God your heart. Let us all stand.